0: Self-serving, persuasive talkers. Of
1: everything and nothing. We are, are a Conversation
0: Con artists. What's going on, people? It's your boy, Mr. On Point. And I am a street baby. A street baby? Yes. The fuck is that? We gonna talk about it. It made me think about Aladdin. Because <laughs> kinda... they calling him a street rat. Okay. that's kind of... Like the cartoon Aladdin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's kinda... And more so not the movie. But the animated series, mm-hmm. cause it used to come on before school every morning. You know, like all during like elementary, all while growing up, we would watch TV before school. Yeah, and a, me, I get ready quick. And my brother was ling- lingering around. So <laughs> every year it was a different set of shows that played. But Aladdin had the longest run. Then Bobby's World.
1: I never watched Bobby's World.
0: It was weird. It was one of them shows where you like, when you grown like, why did I watch that? What did I even get out of that? <laughs> what was Howie Mandel? I don't know. I don't even know. He was the one of the creators of some other show. And then Mighty Max. That was a weird show. Anyway.
1: I'm a street baby. Also street known baby. as Calamity Red.
0: Also known as Calamity Red. Yes. All right. Well, look. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Mr.
1: M-I-S-T-E-R underscore on point. And I could be found at Red underscore Calamity. Also, we are still doing the listener letter portion of the show. So if you have a question you would like for us to answer on the show, you can send it into our Gmail account, which is ConversationConArtist at gmail.com. Or you can find us on uh, Facebook at ConversationConArtist. But I believe we're going to... We're going to start talking calls. about
0: Black Panther. We is. Now, last week, Spoilers! I said we're going to give you a couple of weeks to talk about Black Panther, even though I did let you know that if you had seen Black Panther yet and you want to, fuck you. You ain't shit. You know, I understand adult life, responsibilities, family, all that shit, but it's don't change that. I can feel that way about you. That's my prerogative. <laughs> I got freedom of speech and thought. So we gonna talk about it, but one is gonna be a spoiler alert at the very beginning of the podcast, letting you know what Number to skip to. So if you got to this point right here, skip it. Go to that number. (laughs) Go back to the beginning, find out where to go in the podcast, and then go there because this is going to be spoiler free. (laughs) Full. Not free. Spoiler (laughs) full. Full. Because we're going to be talking about some stuff. So Black Panther on a scale of zero to 10, zero being I wouldn't wipe my ass with this movie because I don't want to do my ass like that. 10 being this is some of the best shit I have ever committed to my memory in my life visually Where, where, where is Black Panther for you?
1: A 15. A 15. It Damn. went over
0: and above.
1: I was so first of all <laughs> I was kind of scared because I was so fucking hyped for this movie. And you know, sometimes you get yourself so hyped up and then you get in there and you be like, the fuck is this? But that did not happen. As hype as I have been since the announcement of this movie, I feel like they came through and I was not disappointed at all. I was scared that I might be. But I wasn't I wasn't disappointed in the movie. I wasn't disappointed in the soundtrack. I listened to that fucking soundtrack as soon as it came out right up until the movie. And still listen to it after. Um, I think Kidjo Lamar did a really good job as far as the soundtrack was concerned. But um, the movie was fucking amazing. 15.
0: 15. Yes. So people who do that shit don't follow rules. No. Who go over to what the yep. fucking range is. I'm not a rule so follower. So I'm going to give it a 10. Uh, just for the sake of, I'm a Marvel head in the sense that I've been following Marvel intently ever since the cinematic universe started. Mm -hmm. Now, I wish I could have been a kid that was reading
1: all of these comics when I was little. I don't know, but I don't wish that because we probably, no offense to the comic book folks, I hate watching movies with comic book people because they feel a need to point out all the shit that's different. <laughs> and it's like, bitch, watch the movie. Just hush. Well, you know, the thing is,
0: I, I like the fact... Well, I hate that I couldn't read superhero comics in general. I don't mm-hmm. mean just Black Panther, but I was poor. And not only that, but there was nowhere in my hometown where we were going to be able to buy comics. Mm-hmm. Online shit had not taken off. If yeah. you did not have a physical site to buy things from... And when you're from somewhere like Lynette, Alabama, you don't have a shop. I don't even think it was one in the in the nearby cities close to us that we can could shop at, mm-hmm. you know. So even if I did read the comics. It wouldn't have been no weekly get the number one through 50 type shit anyway, because we didn't really go out of town a lot. My mama worked third shift, so she slept mostly during the day. You know, and not only did she sleep during the day, but she slept after we got out of school. So she get off of work, do all her day shit while we at school. So me and my brother, most of our lives consisted of our mama sleeping. So we be we end up having to be self sufficient because she was up during third shift, up while we were at school, and went to sleep. She was sleep by the time we got out of school. So would come home and do whatever. So it wasn't a situation where I could keep up with it. But considering that, I'm going back to look at the history of some of these characters and things of that nature. So I do consider myself a Marvel head. The most important thing about Black Panther to me is there's about 18 movies that has led up to the importance of what Wakanda is in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Now, if you didn't know, April 27th, Marvel... um. Avengers Infinity War is about to come out Yo, so Wakanda is a very important part of that all of this shit has led up to Infinity War and Wakanda is just a major component of that so to be able to see that universe that world and know what it means in the context of this whole universe that's what had me so hyped about this particular movie you know and it didn't disappoint no. so for me it's definitely a 10 because like it's a lot of times you go to the movies and and you watch the movie and and you saw a movie Mm
1: -hmm.
0: you know but it's very few times that you go to the movie theater and you experience something like to me this was an experience this wasn't a a movie and I guess because it's so deeply intertwined with with black black culture Mm -hmm. it's so deeply intertwined with black history it praises that with which our ancestors came from you know Cause there's posts on Facebook that show all of the different African tribes that they got a lot of the influence from Mm -hmm. in this movie. And a lot of those looks, they all come from different tribes, but it's, it's, it's kind of praising those dynamics of, of our ancestry, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: you know, and not only that, but, and we'll start talking about this, the dynamic of the movie. Being Black Panther versus Killmonger brought out a an important dynamic that we have in America when it when it comes to African versus African American.
1: Yes, and that was like the main thing that I um, not one of the main takeaways, but one of the main things I wanted to talk about was who Eric Killmonger was and kind of what he represented. Because um, he he is like how African Americans I feel are, you know, he didn't have a, a, his, his father was from Wakanda, but he wasn't, um, he knew of it, had never been there, had no ties to it really, um, and he spent his entire life being impacted by that fact, um, he was impacted by some other stuff Wakanda, but, um, he was impacted by knowing where he came from, but not having a connection to it at all, and feeling like that, had a negative impact on him which it did and not only that but like i feel like the the mark that
0: he had in his lip Mm -hmm. for him that's what our brown skin is for us yeah it was a little physical aesthetic representation of where you came from without truly knowing what it is without truly knowing what it's like so the lip thing
1: so like i guess that's something you're just born with if you come from wakanda I don't think so. You think his daddy put
0: that in his lip? Yeah, cause he he said explicitly, "I gave you something that will." I gave you a key. I think he said, "I gave you a key to where I'm from," even though I, I'm afraid you'll never see it.
1: Was he talking about the lip thing,
0: though? That gotta be the lip. That's the only thing that would. That's the only reason they let him in to Wakanda.
1: That's
0: the only reason. I guess. well no he got there because he was um, the white man but I don't think that I mean the people who at the gate that said who the fuck are you oh yeah I believe they let him in because because of that I guess that's what I think I don't I think they would have let my black that. ass in like if I walked up hey y'all <laughs> they would have shish my ass out there they got spears <laughs>
1: I guess, he had the. Ne- I guess that's not the same as having the mark in your lip, but he yeah, had because, the necklace because that's how T'Challa well recognized who he was the, or who he was possibly. So the necklace is level two. Like the the
0: <laughs> lip shit is level one. The lip the lip shit let you in at the gate. The <laughs> necklace lets you ass
1: challenge. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like you can't pull the necklace out day one. <laughs> Yeah, well, again, he saw the necklace from a distance and it was like, what the fuck how he get this or uh, not the neck the I think it was the ring. The mm-hmm. ring at the end of the necklace, but yeah, I was wondering about that like did he tattoo that into his little ki- his kid's lip? Like uh, okay. So it was a tattoo. They're tattoos then. I would assume so.
0: Okay.
1: I bet that hurt like a bitch. I bet it did. <laughs>
0: but I do like that dynamic.
1: Yeah, <laughs> and I mean, I like that Killmonger is not he, he the bad guy but he a bad guy that you understand why he bad he ain't bad just cause for shits and giggles you know what I'm saying like yeah. he
0: a relatable villain
1: he was a very relatable villain and you you kind of felt like he was an asshole but you kind of felt bad for him and I feel like you feel bad for him in a way we understand him a lot more because we are like him as far as knowing having an idea where we come from but having no attachment to it because we're so far removed from it um that we're out of place now we kind of don't have a place or feeling like we don't have a place and i think that was a large part of where his anger came from he felt like he was kind of abandoned by them which he was <laughs> he absolutely
0: was and the thing is like he was so heavily impacted by oppression mm-hmm. and not only his his oppression but the oppression that he saw his people experiencing around the globe. And
1: those were his people. I think that because he was born, I feel like Wakanda, Wakanda, they were very self-contained. Like they were aware of things that were going on, but outside of Lupita, it didn't seem like they were, their main goal was self-preservation, like their, their space. Killmonger felt like all of the people that he, Encountered that were being oppressed, he felt some kind of a connection to, or he felt more of a connection to them than he did to the Pelis where he actually was from. I think
0: the crazy thing about it is Lupita and Killmonger, Lupita's character. I keep saying I
1: can't remember her me, name the was
0: the African names. Are yeah, Killmonger is easy to remember, but
1: and T'Challa,
0: they had the same vision. They did. They had the
1: same issue. Yep. The exact same issue they both had. You know, she could have been Adora. She could have chosen to be Adora and stayed um, on Wakanda and only left when you know she left with whoever the king was at the time, but she decided to go out and do what she could individually to help oppress people.
0: Another dynamic that was played in this movie that is very... it aint it, it, it's, it's blatant and subtle, but the scoff set tradition You know, Mm -hmm. they have people that in that movie that are intent on tradition, Mm -hmm. like uh, Mm M'Baku, his character and his tribe, the Jabari, were intent on not living off of that technology and valuing uh, the tradition that comes along with with Wakanda. Mm -hmm. With him scoffing at Shuri, who didn't give a fuck about tradition (laughs) at all, you know, so that's another dynamic that was played. But I'm going to ask you an unfair question. Oh, I'm going to see what kind of response you got for it. Black Panther's Eric Killmonger versus the Dark Knight's Joker, Heath Ledger. Michael B. Jordan's Killmonger versus the Dark Knight Joker. Arguably to me, as far as superhero movies go, the best acted villains from my perspective. Oh, okay. Which one, which one edges out for you? I don't know if you even care about Dark Knight like that, but this a question that came up for me.
1: I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to go with Joker. Only because Heath Ledger played the fuck out of that role. Like he died for that shit. He died, I mean he really did. Like he got so entwined in that role. Like it was creepy how good he was and, and how believable as Joker um he was not that Michael B Jordan didn't do a good job but like anytime i think villain now Heath Ledger's Joker is who i who i, I go to because he just did he he played the shit out of that part he was creepy as fuck and i remember reading like the the cast was kind of creeped out cuz he you know he he wanted to stay in character so he was in character whether it was rolling or not and he creeped the shit out of everybody like it, he did the shit out of everybody i would have to go with him Okay. I would have to. So,
0: I'm going to say for me too, Dark Knight, Heath Ledger's Joker edges out over Michael B. Jordan because of one, how it was acted and two, because of how it was written. But I like Killmonger.
1: I like I him. like Killmonger. Yeah. Like,
0: yeah, I was about terrified of the Joker in that movie. Like if I was in any situation where the Joker would have been around me, shit. I yeah, I was like, oh <laughs> hell no. You know, but I like I like Michael B. Jordan's Killmonger better. Like, just even how he was talking. Like Yo, I just think that shit is fly. Yeah, he was like, I'm just feeling it. I'm just feeling it. He's like, I'm just feeling it. I was like, oh, okay. And then look, notice when you watch Black Panther Man when when killmonger come into the situation he he changed the whole soundtrack you at wakanda you can say
1: that there the movie but it was like the hip, it got more hip hop he changed the whole soundtrack there. it was more traditional with uh chad Bozeman's um version of black panther but when when killmonger became the black panther it's like it's like uh <laughs> What am I trying to say?
0: It's like an old school band yep. that play their own instruments, you know, where they got all the instruments and they own drums versus using a beat machine. <laughs> it's like Chadwick Bozeman, Black Panther, Wakanda was beat uh, was a uh, old school instruments, and uh, Eric Killmongers was beat machine. Yep. <laughs> they changed the soundtrack like a motherfucker on that. Yep,
1: they did the whole time that he was. In Wakanda.
0: Yeah. He
1: he just like, and he was so fucking ruthless. Like, when Claw had his girl, I'm thinking he gonna shoot Claw to save the girl. He like, shot that bitch in the head and was like, okay. That, <laughs> anyway. one, that wasn't
0: even the moment to Shit. me. That yeah. wasn't even the moment to me where I thought he he was, he didn't play no game. I know what you're talking about. When he picked up that lady by her throat said, what and the fuck said, I tell he you. He said, when I say something, I mean that shit. I was like, "Oh, I mean, it's, it's a million ways he could have said that jump." The way he said what he said, I was like, "I ain't fucking with him." Like, I'm gonna do, I'm gonna
1: follow orders. He was serious as fuck. And I like, and she wouldn't even really do like he was t- telling them to burn the those um the blooms where they got the um the liquid that turned them into Black Panther because he didn't want. He he was gonna be the end all be all. I mean, it wasn't even like it was like a, a major thing that she did, but that nigga was like, "What I say?"
0: <laughs> he was even more extreme shit. example of, of not understanding tradition. No, and, he and, didn't give a fuck about that. And you. they couldn't under, they couldn't conceptualize why tradition would be broken. So I don't wouldn't expect nobody immediately to do it. Exactly, you but gotta he be was picked like... up by the throat and threatened for that shit. <laughs>
1: like damn and you know it was so funny my uh one of my co-workers has a daughter that's like militant as fuck I, I tell her her daughter she's like 12 but she like super pro black and um she took her to see it and she was like everything was going fine but then he picked her up and I was like oh <laughs> <laughs> wasn't expecting that with my 12 year old um but yeah he was Man, you know how many parents across the country finna start using that line on their kids? When I tell you to do something, I mean that
0: shit. When I tell you to do something, I mean that shit. Hopefully they ain't got their ass <laughs> the in, throat? The, in <laughs> the air by their throat. But you know, it's probably parents who been doing that shit forever. Oh yeah, that's not act by like. the throat. <laughs> yeah, well, for one I'm picking up by the throat, but talking rough to their oh, ass like yeah. that. When I say do something, I mean that shit. Do it. <laughs> Wash them damn dishes.
1: Do that damn homework. We know. Kill was an enjoyable villain, and he was a villain that you could you could sympathize with him. Like as the movie went on, and you found out more about what happened, you was kind of like, "All right, well, I mean, it was misplaced, right?" The people who who did this to him, or, or that were responsible for this, it was only a handful of people who knew about the shit. Like he, the rest of Wakanda had no idea this shit that went on because T'Chaka. Had kept it hidden all this time, so they ain't even fucking know. All they know is this nigga that we thought wasn't was dead or, or gone, then showed up and showing his ass. They didn't know. Look, I got a gripe about I got some
0: some some concerns about the movie that I want to bring up. Okay, Black Panther talks so damn slow. Yeah, he got too much space between his words. I hate to hear him giving a speech when he was at the end talking about that at that summit. Oh, yeah,
1: I was like. He talking so damn slow i think that's chad with bozeman trying to make sure he get the accent right. <laughs> i feel like that's what that is him not wanting to fuck up the accent because i could see i could see that going left and be in the you know how you done seen actors do some bad accents of like irish or, or whatever the fuck so i think that's just him trying to well you think they would accept
0: the actor that can't get the accent right and talk slow versus get somebody who can Talk fast. Everybody else in the movie was talking normal speed. Black Panther hey, from notice. his, his character being placed in the Marvel universe been talking slow as hell. I didn't notice it that much. Like I don't know. Bro, everybody else talked regular and he <laughs> just talked so slow.
1: There will be, and he didn't say this, but this is I don't know why this. Keep, I think because I keep saying memes and shit with it. There will be no challenge today. <laughs> The challenge, those scenes were really good. The fights that they had when they were not, they didn't have the essence of the Black Panther, were really good. Um, him saving M'Baku's life, uh, and being kind of benevolent, being like, "Yo, just give up, dude. <laughs> like, let it go. <laughs> just relax." Um, Killmonger whooped his ass though, like he fucked him up. Oh no. You know, you start watching a movie and good shit
0: happening, but it get a certain point where (laughs) shit gotta go south somewhere. Oh yeah. Every movie. Yep. Shit gotta go south somewhere. That was the moment. Except Disney movies. (laughs) Disney movies is
1: literally south until the last five minutes. Yes. But this that was the moment when it went south because He had all of that pain of that childhood and his daddy dying behind. He whooped the shit out of T'Challa. I was like, damn. And he threw that nigga over that waterfall. I was like, no. T'Challa was way (laughs)
0: too, he was way too hyped thinking that he was finna win that battle. I don't know what that shit was
1: about. I think he, he took for granted that he had beat Umbaku so easily. But that you got to understand, Killmonger had a lot of anger behind that. Like, that nigga Not, not that only purpose. that, he had training. His nigga had military he training. He military training.
0: Like, I don't know what the Jabari up there doing except barking like <laughs> apes and shit. But he had training. Yeah. All them deaths he had on him. Oh,
1: yeah. And so, just that anger that that this was the moment he had been waiting for. You know he finna bring it and T'Challa just was not prepared. <laughs> he beat the shit out of him. So I'm
0: gonna bring up another little observation. Forrest Whitaker Eye, man, was like... I don't know why. I'm just saying. <laughs> listen, we all know Forrest Whitaker Eye is a dialogue, okay? I was watching the uh, Laugh Factory. <laughs> they have a... a they be putting clips on Facebook. It's a comedy club in California. Mm-hmm. And this dude said, um, he he did some Forrest Whitaker jokes, but he had a whole dialogue about, about Forrest Whitaker eye. And he was like, I'm tired of seeing uh, Forrest Whitaker have the same eye with new roles. Like, is he the same person in all these roles? Oh, you were the last king of Scotland yesterday, but now you're the butler. You know, he was like, "I ain't never seen that nigga play a pirate." <laughs> like, why would he play? <laughs> but I bring that up to say, listen, if 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 you don't like me bringing up the the aesthetic, you know, aesthetic. let me see. Hold on hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. The aesthetic special components <laughs> of a person's being. Oh my God. Then gotta be mad at everybody else making jokes about this man eye but they had i, I just wonder so the actor that played young him uh-huh his eye was like that too mm-hmm. i just wonder what they put on the the screening for that <laughs> or did they just know, like did they go to google and put actors with black actors with left fucked up eye and found him and said we'll just go directly to him or did they have like a cast and they say hey if one of your eyes is fucked up for this audition, you know it'll help. Or his
1: eye might be perfectly fine. No, his eyes they... like that.
0: That dude's eyes like that. Did you look him? Yes. Up?
1: Okay. His <laughs> eyes like that.
0: So they they knew enough about Forrest Whitaker's eye. They didn't say that shit. Like I wonder if Forrest ever bring that shit up. I wonder if he was like, listen, if y'all use a motherfucker that that I fucked up for my likeness, I'm getting. I need to get paid extra for that shit. <laughs> Or they, or maybe he didn't know when he saw the movie. He said, "They choose, they chose a nigga with an eye." I wonder. I, I don't know, man. I'm just wondering. But not only that one, but T'Challa's daddy,
1: yeah. T'Chaka. T'Chaka had a horrible glass eye. It just were rolling around doing what it wanted to do. Cause that wasn't his real eye. It couldn't have been. That couldn't have been. I don't his know. Eye. It looked like a glass eye. I, I'm pretty sure that, that which was. one? What you mean? The what's big that? one. Whatever one was going, I can rolling never
0: tell, where, I here, couldn't tell it rolling like that, but I don't know which side of his face is the right one. Like, which one is the regular one? I don't remember. <laughs> the one with the low eye, the one with the high eye. I don't. I don't. He's like one side of his face taking an upper, or the other side of his face taking a downer. <laughs> he might have had a
1: stroke. He probably did have a stroke <laughs> <laughs> because that's usually where that come from. So you probably did at some point. or Any older, he Dude, you offended. I'm stroke. saying shit. People be thinking. I did not think about either of those things, but till you brought them up in the theater, I'm just saying.
0: <laughs> when you see somebody with something, you think something, or you
1: got to beat the ass of your thoughts that's ready to think I some feel shit. Like I just didn't see Forest Whitaker out for so long. Like it, it, it just it is him. That's who. That's. it's not so much about his
0: eye it's about the process by which they found somebody else with the similar similar situation i just want to know how they decided to like when they be in the meeting do they be like you know there's an elephant in the room (laughs) forrest whitaker's eye (laughs) are we going to cast someone with that likeness or i mean is he going to be okay with that i mean has anyone ever talked to him about that? It do, was do people, a young, do people th- say things about it? I don't know if that's cool or not. I mean, <laughs> come on. Everybody around the table. Come on. Input.
1: Input. <laughs> like, I feel like. <laughs> well, you know, the guy's last name is Whitaker. That played young him, But he's not related to him because I, I looked it up. They're not related. They just happen to have the same last name, which yeah. is ironic. Especially for them to both act in the same movie. But either way, I feel, like,
0: I feel like in Wakanda, If they can fix this man's
1: spine they can fix uncle james eye i mean forrest whitaker actually could have gotten that there's ways to fix lazy eyes i think he just don't care or he just that that's his signature but you could get your lazy eye fixed like there's a way that they do something with the i follow a youtuber who has a lazy eye and she got i don't think his eye lazy though
0: That is what that is. No, people with lazy eyes, they, they, uh, what's this part on your eyebrow? The lid. On your your eyelid? Mm -hmm. His lid is drooped. Yeah, his lid is drooped, but lazy eyes when your lid don't be drooped and one of the eyes is looking to the fucking far side. I think his eyes are normal. I just think whatever make making his lid droop is just covering his. She eye.
1: called it a lazy eye, and that and her eye look like he is. It's it's the the lid is droop. His so, eye hard working. His lid is just you know lazy. He got a lazy lid. <laughs> Not a lazy eye. I can't. You be saying how that I be moving? Again, I just think I used to it. That's every. Probably, what is the first time I encountered? Boys with Whitaker, probably. Um, what was the movie about the transgender that was his girlfriend? No idea. Oh fuck! What's the name of that movie? Um, I can't. I, I'll think of it. It's gonna come randomly.
0: <laughs> I like Forrest Whitaker though. He's he's a good actor.
1: Like he died, and then the guy was supposed to go let his girlfriend know, and then ah, oh, what is the name of that movie? Cause like the big the big surprise of the movie was that it was a man, and he didn't know it until he got ready to have sex with her and then saw the penis. That and was then he Jerry threw Springer up. show. It was not. It's um shit. like a Jerry Springer movie? situation. I can't.
0: Except he didn't get saved by Jerry Springer show.
1: I can't think of it.
0: It ain't Jungle Fever.
1: Ugh, That's Wesley Snipes. Yeah. What the fuck is I can't think of the name of that movie. They people of they'll say it in the comments okay i know people know what i'm talking about
0: so i'm just gonna mention a couple other things about this movie uh we got black girl magic going
1: on all up and through there and the fact that the dora were as strong as they are but were still submissive to the king shows that because black women have this stereotype that we just don't give a fuck and don't listen and, and are not able to follow the lead uh, and most of the people who make those arguments are motherfuckers that couldn't lead you to water. So I just like that they were able to be as strong as they were, but still be submissive and show that that's is possible. I, to be challenge both of that those I challenge that though. I challenge that because you say submissive to the king, but she, well, made sure, role, whatever, sure, the, who, she made sure it.
0: she said submissive to the throne. Yeah, because he
1: told her I have to stay in that ship at the beginning. Oh, she yeah. came down and saved their ass. Well, she came down when she saw that she was needed. She didn't just come down anyway and be like, Nah fuck that, I'm going anyway." But I, you know, generally speaking, from what you
0: said, I just submissive just ain't a good word to me. I don't like that word. That, why? Because it's just it's that word that men expect women to be, so that they can be powerful by default.
1: Well, that's the thing. That's what. But that's why I like this movie because it shows a different definition of that word because he t'challa was not one of those dudes you know what i'm saying like he wasn't one that felt like they you know abusing this power or feeling like he just needed to tell the women what to do just because he a man and they women you know what i'm saying like so i feel like this was what submissive actually is that she was submissive to the throne not because when um killmonger got in that role she stayed while everybody else is like when um lupita and angela bassett escaped she she stayed because she was loyal to the throne so i like it submissive in this case i feel like is what submissive actually is submissive by um, these men's standard is not not the fucking, it's not what it is
0: i just I still feel like the word submissive is just bullshit anyway.
1: <laughs> As it
0: pertains to men versus women, I think submissive is bullshit. I think it's just Bible shit um, that
1: is oppressive It
0: in the sense that.
1: It can be oppressive. That's, the, that's what I'm saying. I don't feel like the door were oppressed, but I still feel like they were submissive. It, it's oppressive if you use it that way.
0: I just don't think it has to be shown through that movie I wouldn't interpret it like that that a black woman can be submissive because the idea behind that thought is that it's perceived that they can't be submissive out here. It
1: is perceived that we can't. It is
0: perceived but I don't think they gotta be submissive. I think dudes need to step the fuck up and deal with the strength and independence that black women portray. Like that's what I'm saying like and like you said yeah the definition out here of submissive with these sh- ain't shit ass dudes yes. is I'm not gonna do nothing special myself you just pretend like you lower than me
1: yes and so do whatever I, I tell you, feel, you to do yeah I can <laughs> feel superior by default because you just stay in your place but that's what I mean even that by that example of him telling her to stay when she felt when she saw that he needed her she didn't just stay cause well he told me to stay like she came out there and fucking did what she had to do She followed orders as long as that order didn't put him in any danger. But once she saw that they needed her help, she came out there.
0: I'm not going to expect my woman to be submissive just because of of a social dynamic that has conditioned women to somehow feel like they need to be submissive. Even if that version of submissive is, is one that has the strength of the sun. You know when she need to have it. Mm-hmm. I still don't like submissive. I d- just don't like the term. I ain't never liked it. <laughs> I just feel like it's some social dynamics that's built in. I want I want whatever's rational and logical to be the case. It's gonna be some times where I gotta be f- fucking submissive to her knowledge. Yeah. And sometimes she gonna have to be submissive to my knowledge if we wanna use that word. But yeah. I just don't... Ain't nobody... Everybody gonna fuck that word up for me. Uh, <laughs> if there is a positive way of experiencing that in our society as it pertains to the dynamic between men and women, everybody done fuck that up for me. So, I don't want that. But, I want the strength and the independence that the Dora Milaje, specifically Okoye the General, has portrayed throughout the
1: movie. Oh yeah, because that nigga said, so you would put Wakanda before me? She's like, yeah. <laughs> so... You know, we can right do this if you want to keep doing it. She was like, "You want to do this? Mm-hmm. We can do it. I wouldn't suggest it, but if you want it, oh yeah, you she get beat His ass, <laughs> you can get it. So in it.
0: the the, so when you talk about the dudes who know shit about the comics and be fucking up the movie, mm-hmm. I'm one of them dudes. But some of that shit be real interesting. How they originally wrote it, the Dora Milaje was written, um, to be a a tribe of women that. Like every tribe bought the they best women and they trained their whole lives to be his uh his wife. Oh. And the one that won became his wife. This is during the times of T'Chaka. Mm-hmm. T'Challa made it more like his daughters. Uh-huh. Like over time they changed the T'Challa changed the relationship to the door of being more like daughters and, and people that he can he can train and influence. T'chaka. But, oh, wacky. But think about it. Well that. You got to think about Chachaka won the first one because when they went to the Ancestral Plane I know. they had all them they Black did. Panthers and even women women Black Panthers back back there.
1: I didn't see no women.
0: They had women. They had some with them big head, head dresses on.
1: Were they the women Black Panthers or were they the wives of Black Panthers?
0: I don't know. I mean we don't have enough definition from the movie of the Ancestral Plane to know who's there. I don't know. I, don't, I just assumed it
1: was Panthers. I had nothing about anything that I saw would make me think I think that the most, probably the highest, uh, other than being the wife of the Black Panther, would be Adora Milaje. I don't know that there are women Black Panthers. I don't know. I don't know.
0: I know, but it was women back there.
1: I thought that I would assume that they was just the wives of them. Because I would assume if you're the wife of the Black Panther, when he died, and when you die, you get to go where he at. I
0: don't know. Maybe all your ancestors are in the ancestral uh, yeah. plane. True. You maybe know, maybe that that's is. just their ancestors, yeah. you know. But considering that past it speaks volumes to how good Angela Bassett's supposed to be fight-wise. They not going to bring oh, yeah. that shit up in no movie but considering the time that he became she became his wife. Oh, so she was she whooped all their ass. She had to, to whoop all their asses to get to be his wife. Yeah. So that shit's interesting to me. That's oh. believable, especially with Angela Bassett. A couple more things. The shit hit a billion dollars um last week. I'm so proud uh, of them. And this just means a lot for the Marvel Universe. Uh, it was it was anticipated that the Soul Stone was going to be in Wakanda. And I don't think that it's not in Wakanda. I think it is in Wakanda. I just think that this movie didn't focus on that. Yeah. Because they got one more stone to get. And when you see the trailer for uh, Infinity War, a lot of that shit's taking place in Wakanda. So it's like the last stand for whatever's going on is in Wakanda. So he
1: doesn't get the last stone Because he got the Is it? It ain't a glove. It look like I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) He got a big ass glove on when he's getting all the infinity gauntlet. It's like a
0: glove. It's around his wrist. It's a it's a gauntlet. I know. What
1: the hell is a gauntlet a glove? You know the shit that knights used to have. It's a gauntlet. I thought a gauntlet was a. I don't know why I was thinking. I'm thinking a goblet. (laughs)
0: Of a go- <laughs> she keep doing the cup just with her hand I'm like what the fuck are you doing like you know how you hold a wine glass I'm-, I'm sitting here like what the fuck you doing with your hand you
1: was, was ga- thinking of goblet, goblet. <laughs> that gauntlet okay I'm back yeah,
0: I was like, I was like
1: it's, you know it's <laughs> a, yes, a goblet that's what I was thinking okay
0: about. yeah feeling gauntlet put all stones on it and you got the fucking ultimate power and I don't know i expect a lot of people to die in infinity war i hope a lot of people die
1: there are, i so i because i don't care about spoilers i'm gonna watch it anyway i'm not gonna spoil it for you but i will say that the people that i've seen that are supposed to die are people that i don't give a fuck about it anyway hope <laughs> it's characters die. like it's characters that i don't really care about
0: it ain't a spoiler if everybody got access to the trailer and it ain't a full movie it's not in it's the spoiler. Objective.
1: That no, it ain't in the. It's not the the spoiler that I got. This for, wasn't from the. Obviously, they don't tell you who's gonna die in a trailer. I think they're using what happened in the comment, maybe, and saying who died. Maybe I don't know. Oh yeah, everybody die. Everybody die in the comments Okay, well I don't know where this came from, but the people that they say are gonna die are not people that I give a shit about. They want everybody die. Them they everybody die. So
0: I want everybody to die. I want them to figure out a way to resolve it. I want to see. I want. I want to see people die there will be dying but it ain't gonna be yep. everybody anyway that's black panther speak i hope it didn't spoil anything for anybody but if it did you did that shit to yourself we gave you more than enough warnings yep to take your ass over that part and not get these spoilers you're so, not
1: gonna talk about killmonger's hotel moment oh slave ship that, that get- ain't even hotel it's a little hotelish. that ain't hotel to die behind yes it is <laughs> no i don't think that shit is hotel that shit is real i'd have been like save me so what we're talking about is that he he got stabbed um t'challa stabbed him with his spear and he was like we can we going we can save you we going you know we'll take get shuri and he was like no he was like I buried me in the sea with my ancestors because they knew that it was better. Uh, it, death was better than bondage. I was like, "God damn, like, <laughs> okay." Yeah, that right. ain't, I don't think that was hotel. I'd have been like, "Yep, go get your." <laughs>
0: but what the, the, the alternative was? We gonna save your life and put your ass in a cage for what you done your whole life? Like, what? What is that? I don't know that.
1: I I feel like. What you think they were gonna do? Show him the sunset every morning and they, hold hands? <laughs> they wouldn't have, but I I just don't think that the, the would have kept him locked up his whole life. I don't. I think it would have been kind of a situation with like how Thor and Loki is Loki keep getting locked the fuck up, getting out, causing mischief, then he gets locked the fuck up. I felt like it could have been like that. It wouldn't have been where he just stay locked up his whole fucking I'll life. I tell you right
0: now, if I'm ever in a situation in my life where somebody is gonna put, hold me in captivity and abuse me or whatever they would do to me and I have an opportunity to just be dead <laughs> without killing myself
1: but this wasn't that I just don't think that he would have got abused I think it would have been like Loki he would have been locked up like Loki and I think he would have got out like Loki Loki I guarantee you Loki wouldn't have said that shit Loki, brother save me <laughs> That's because he can fucking change the look like anybody he still would have, even if it was him dying. Loki would not have been like, "Just let me die." Loki would have been like, "Save me, because I'm gonna sneak the fuck out as soon as I get a chance to," because that's what Loki does, because he's, you know, mischievous. But I, I was like, "Damn, he just he gonna just die, All right?"
0: I think it was the right move.
1: I would have been like, "I don't save him for me. the character." I don't. <laughs> no, think it was, it was the right but move that's for just the movie. How pro he just <laughs> that line was i was just like well damn that's what he been talking but about the whole time than, i know but you know how
0: and the crazy thing is he said he said like my ancestors
1: which was his ancestors no but he's right but it's not the ancestors of the Wakan- yeah, it wakanda yeah the ancestors of wakanda no it's not they because they wakanda is Cause they were calling white people colonizer. Wakanda was never colonized at all. His ancestors were the people that got colonized. So yeah, he right. His ancestors, not not theirs. They're, they their ancestors on the ancestral plane. Yeah. Cause they shit never got colonized. Yep. So no that was an accurate statement. They weren't they were they were his ancestors. Because his mama was of that I mean his dad was from Wakanda, but his mama wasn't or was she? I don't know. I don't know who his mama was.
0: Yeah, she was she was from America. Okay. She's so an yeah. American.
1: So he right, his ancestors cuz they were his. not the, Wakanda was uncolonized, which is why it was so fucking cool. That was another thing I liked about it is just how how far ahead they were con- because they had never been colonized and cuz of the vibranium, but you know.
0: One more moment that made me realize how bad Dormamaja is, right? When uh when they knocked on that door and Uncle James said there's some bald-headed, Grace Jones-looking bitches out here. I don't think he said bitches. He didn't say bitches. But, uh, then he he said, they're not gonna knock again. <laughs> I
1: was like, oh, shit! Get into it! They did not came on through that fucking door. Get into it! The door of they just... When they were in that restaurant and she had her spear and went down them stairs, I was like, what the fuck just happened? Like, she just just badass women just amazing her um, and lupita did a good job too um see when it first happened i scene. didn't know it was
0: a slide down the stairs. yeah i thought she luke kang that hole <laughs> i thought she just straight fucked up gravity in that situation i was <laughs> like what the fuck had just happened <laughs> because the stairs was on this side but like the part of the the part that broke was right here so yeah. i thought she just went straight down i was like fuck she do <laughs> but that was interesting man uh, ryan realizing. Cooler got a video that break down that whole fight scene and the imagery that they were trying to portray in there you know he was like one okoye one was traditional from the jump oh yeah you know and so she was she opted to use her spear and she was fighting traditionally and every time she was fighting you can hear like shoot 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 like in the background mm-hmm. like the sound of like the traditional just some traditional, I guess, African war music. You know, it was real subtle, but you can hear it. And then he said, transitioning over to uh, Lupita's character, who it shows her taking every resource she got. Like she took off her heel yep. and hit the dude. Then she picked up the gun, which is not traditional. Like Adora Milaje would never pick up a gun, yeah. but it's showing the difference in the in the traditional versus the non-traditional versions of, of fighting for your country in this situation. And that's
1: why Lupita was not adora Malage. She didn't they had her put that outfit on at the end when she was helping them mm-hmm. out and she didn't even want she was like, I'm not Adora Melaje. Like she didn't want to put the outfit on because she isn't one of them. Like her mindset, her and Shuri are very much alike in that they are very modern thinkers. Yeah. So all right.
0: Anyway again if you If you listen uh, to all of that and you have seen the movie, then you did that to yourself. Don't blame us. So I can't be at fault for any spoilers. (laughs) It's your
1: fault. (laughs) Very quickly, we have two questions that are not going to take up a lot of time. I know the answer to this, so I'm going to ask it anyway. (laughs) Would you rather have your bank statements up for the public to view or your internet search history made public?
0: I would rather have my fucking bank account yeah definitely i knew
1: yep i don't really care either way everybody know. i mean my bank account you just gonna know i'm broke and my search history the only thing about my search history that would be worrying is that i google a lot of stuff that i like like pegging i googled that because i didn't know what it was and that was somebody had asked me about it on a dating website or uh, i google a lot of weird shit so like that it's nothing that that that's too crazy but it is people would kind of be like the fuck was she googling that more
0: so I don't I make my google searches can seem oddly specific and referencing myself because I look up a lot of shit trying to help my clients on the fly so I put shit in like uh, how do I beat a gun charge (laughs) you know because when you google different Types. when you use different verbiage it, you get different responses Yeah. like if you say it like that you might get a whole reddit response with reddit threads about people saying how they did it uh-huh. if you search the other one you get legal response if you mm-hmm. search how do does a person beat a gun charge then you might get legal responses mm-hmm. so I search in different ways depending on what I'm looking for at the moment mm-hmm. so hell no I don't want my google search <laughs> published I don't. I'd rather have my bank account out there <laughs>
1: um how long do you wait how long do you typically wait to start dating again after a relationship ends how did the relationship end is the question because yeah. like some, like women especially and i tell dudes this all the time women leave mentally before they physically leave a relationship a lot of times so like by the time she physically leave you mentally she been gone and so because of that like it may you know it may not take you as long, cause mentally you you know mentally it's been six months, physically it's been like a month, so it seems like it's too long. Oh, listen, man, when
0: you see that sparkle in her eye leave, <laughs> you might as well get ready for your next situation,
1: cause yep. she it's a wrap. Yep. She, you can't come back from that. Yep. Once that mental that once that's gone, like it's just a matter of time before physically she would just be like, I'm done with this shit and tired of. Sitting around here looking at your ass, and you can tell. Yeah, it's like it's like the difference between
0: if you ever watch a sports when a team playing one team and and they got enough hope in their eyes that they they believe they can win the game, and then that other team sink a three, and how the facial expressions of the whole <laughs> team change when they know now it's out of reach. That's how it look. Yep, that's how it look. It is when that when that look is gone. The rap man, you know you can do ain't nothing. Ain't nothing men can do to help women recover, but men recover constantly. (laughs) Like women can always get a dude back to where he should be, as long as he ain't. I mean, he ain't an ain't shit dude. I mean, ain't shit dudes just gonna be what they is. They
1: just is what they is. Yeah. So it's it's, it depends on a number of factors. Clearly, it's
0: subjective. Yep. You know, but. I think that you need to take some time out to assess what you done learned and figured out
1: mm-hmm.
0: through that relationship. So the amount of time it should take is the amount of time it took for you to recognize what the fuck went wrong. Because I think if you get into something real quick after that, you ain't had time to assess, and you're still trying to recover from some shit that happened while you're also trying to build with somebody else. Yep. You know. Accurate. I don't think that's good. I think
1: you need to give yourself time and learn the lessons don't be out here repeating the same bullshit then being mad at the folks like oh all these women all these bitches the same no you keep fucking with the same bitch stop doing that don't do that learn from your mistakes you need to take lessons like everybody always just look at a failed relationship as a failure it is a lesson learned you need to learn see what it was in that relationship that you learned about yourself about what it is and ain't that you want in a person like there are lessons learned, but you gotta learn them. Cause if you don't, you are gonna end up s- fucking with the same bitch. Sure are, cause that's <laughs> you ain't learned yet to recognize these things and people that you don't like. Learn the lessons. So, I guess that's it.
0: We spent all the time that we would have spent on questions on Black Panther. Yeah, I think that's so. The short and sweet that's the short version and sweet of those of questions is is good for the moment.
1: Uh, if you have a question you would like for us to answer on the show, you can send us um, a question through our Gmail account, which is ConversationConArtist at gmail.com or find us on Facebook. Uh, I guess I'll talk about street babies. <laughs> since, since that's your name. Since I'm a street baby. um, So where was this at? There was a 17 year old mom in New York and then it's New York streets. Okay, anyway who has been charged with endangering the welfare of a child after her infant son was found crawling in the middle of a busy street. Police were first notified of the incident after a video circulated on Facebook on Friday. After that, an investigation was immediately started. Upon locating Ford, she and a relative insisted to police that they had no idea how the child became unsecured. Ma'am. Ma'am. This is baby. That baby can't even hold a head up, Harlem. You got on on New York Street. You know, I think the baby I, was crawling. I mean, they. If the scooting. baby crawling, it can hold his head up. Doing some kind of little scoop. Yeah, I guess the same thing as crawling. Just now, do you? An article came out. I think like last week. New York has the is the dirtiest city in America and you got your kid crawling around the fuck on the street. Like, hey, what don't kill you make you stronger? Here you go with this. Babies got, got strong-ass immune systems. No, they don't. They don't have an immune system. They build it up, but they don't have one. So they do. They don't. They have a developing immune system. <laughs> they have a developing immune system, which means that they're more susceptible to shit than we are. They're more susceptible to it, but if they survive it, they develop with the ability to endure it, it that shit. If being the key word in that statement. Did the, the baby die? <laughs> Answer the question. No, the baby then didn't. Then the die. baby is a stronger motherfucker for that. So it's all right that the mama had the baby crawling around on the streets of New York.
0: I'm not saying put your babies on the streets so that see which what the fuck they made out of. I'm not saying put your babies on the street to see if they got what it takes to be, you know, immune to the streets. I'm saying that if your baby end up on the street,
1: there is no reason why a baby Listen, would end up on the street without you putting their ass If on your the street.
0: baby end up on the street,
1: pick their asses
0: up go call DHR and your baby's stronger
1: now. The baby is stronger now. There's no reason why a baby would be on the street. A toddler maybe. If, if the toddler was toddling around they feel okay. But a baby that can't walk, the only way that baby get on the street is if your ass put that baby on the street. Ain't no way. There is no way. So you put your baby on the street if your baby happened to get why would on the street. somebody do that? I don't know why she, cause she won't even, it's a, (laughs) they don't have the video posted. She said, she advised officers that the infant was secure in the rear of a vehicle that she was in when they left the location on Bleecker street. Uh, A short time later, she looked to the back seat and found that the child was unsecured. So you telling me this baby that can't walk, got out of their car seat, got out of the car and got on the street. That's her story. She talking about a grown man. (laughs) How the hell a baby do that? (laughs) How a baby do all that? That's her story that she gave to the police. But she's 17. Then why 17-year-olds don't need fucking babies? This is why. One of the many reasons why. As a 17-year-old, you need to be worried about prom, not keeping babies off the streets. And then who filmed the video? Like it, Okay, let's say that happened. Let's say miraculously this baby was able to get out of their seat and get out of your car. Who filmed the video that was circulating on Facebook? Was it you? Did you Was think it, it a was handheld funny? camera? Cell phone video? It's a cell phone video. Guess somebody who can't get to the baby? Well, they the, I don't I guess somebody probably what happened is it got circulated on Facebook. Somebody that lives in New York contacted the authorities. The looked at the video and somehow found out who the mama was. Cause they said once they found out who she was, they went to her house. So, I'm sure somebody like had common sense and stuff. Cause I'm sure there is a lot of people on the video talking shit or laughing, but one of the people uh contacted the police. It seems. Well,
0: I tell you right now, if I see a baby in the street, I ain't picking it up. <laughs> it's a trap. <laughs> Especially if it's a white baby. That's definitely a trap. This is
1: a little black baby.
0: Just like the dude
1: that uh oh
0: what was the dude what did he say that dude who had found them girls in that house he didn't find them in the house but uh it was just one of them last crazy viral videos Uh where the women were being held captive and they got out and they ran to a black man yeah and on the interview he said i knew something was wrong because two little white girls run up to a black man you know something wrong (laughs) so if it's a white child i i'm it's a trap for me or it's just not good like what if that baby had been called in because it was kidnapped and I go pick the baby up? Hey, where your parents at, little baby and the police pull up like, get on the ground. Put the baby down. <laughs> is this a baby that's been kidnapped?
1: Now I'm going to kidnap him. <laughs> No. Black babies either. No babies. Crying Game. The name of that movie, with Forrest Whitaker, is called The Crying Game. Who was crying? Him when he found out the
0: white that man. his lady had a
1: meat? You no, know what because he threw up like he, they, he was he had been kissing her and like wooing her and and um, <laughs> i forgot what happened how i guess he went and took a pain i can't remember but he was so disgusted and like went and threw up <laughs> but he still liked her that movie's weird so this is <laughs> a transphobic movie it's not a transphobic movie but like if you ain't if you don't know if you're expecting a vagina and you go down there and it's a penis and you know that you've been kissing all on this you might be a little disgusted by that because that wasn't your intent you thought this was a girl the whole time i don't think that's phobic that's just like the fuck is this (laughs) phobic would be if he he knew and was like harassing her being mean that he didn't know he thought she was a thought she was a girl the whole time and forrest whitaker is it actually played by a woman nope it's a man
0: i can see that it's a man from this cover
1: jay jason he was also in um stargate i don't know if you ever seen stargate he he played the god raw on stargate but yeah it's a man in the movie, I, look, I will say, especially like back then, because the the surprise nobody knew up until that point in the movie that this was a man. So like the audience found out with him, and so that was like the big talk about the crying game at the time that it came out was that oh shit, it was a man. She was a man this whole time.
0: <laughs> I can see a lot of scenes where this looked like a woman.
1: hmm And she like sang in a bar and
0: jawline ain't strong enough.
1: He's a very, um, his name is Jay something. He's a very.
0: Jay Davidson.
1: Yeah. A very, um, what is it? He's not gender neutral. What is it called when people. Oh, what the yeah. fuck? I can't remember shit today. Androgynous. Androgynous. He is a very androgynous man. And so, um, yeah. But the crime game, that's what it was. Because Forrest Whitaker got killed and. The white man promised him that he would go tell his girlfriend. And then when he found the girlfriend, he, like, start falling for her. And Forrest Whitaker didn't say nothing about it being the two. So, like, he met her and, like, thought she was nice. And they start hanging out. and He found out, like.
0: I can't really say nothing right now that's not going to sound horrible on my end. <laughs> I can't
1: crying game that's a part of me want to
0: talk about how deep relationships are with people and how you can have conflicted feelings like you see that shit on Jerry Springer where people say I'm oh, man, and people get mad but some of them a lot of them be alright with it like well you know I love you
1: well he still liked her that's what I'm saying it was, he was very conflict. like even after he found out he just didn't know what the fuck to do and I think he slapped her ass too he may have punched her and that's what I'm saying <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like how,
0: if 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 a meat flop out, we got a situation. I'm gonna let you know right now. Especially if it's bigger than mine. See, now we got a real big situation.
1: <laughs> they didn't show. I don't. They didn't show it. But yeah, and, and she was like, "I thought you knew," and he was like, "What? No."
0: Then I thought you knew. Shit is played out. <laughs> You need to say at the very beginning of the interaction, or at least once you realize they
1: might be feeling you like that. I think she thought that Forrest because Whit- Forrest Whitaker had, had talked about her, so I guess she assumed that he also told you, "I'm a man." They make good assumptions to make. <laughs> they weren't because he was totally freaked out. I'm pretty sure I can't remember if it was a slap or a punch, but he hit her <laughs> and like left. A large part of the trans community don't want those distinctions. You got to tell people... It's too, first of all, even if you don't want them distinctions, that's fine, but you, what you need to recognize is you putting yourself in danger by doing that, by letting somebody find out on their own, like feeling like I shouldn't, I shouldn't have to say that, you know, I shouldn't have to tell you that I'm transgender. Okay, but we all know that there are people that feel very strongly about that shit. Is it worth putting your life in danger to make a fucking point? Is my well, thing. In some contexts,
0: you are putting yourself in danger, yes, but in a in most contexts, I think you're putting the other person in emotional danger, yeah, you know even if that person ain't a violent person like if you're dealing with somebody that wouldn't do anything to you because they wouldn't do shit to people
1: like that yeah, like the level of emotional
0: distress that they would experience
1: I don't even think like i don't I don't feel first of all, it absolutely is not right for people to attack transgender people even if you know. I don't I don't think it's always that they are just against transgender people. I think that if you are a straight man who have been going out with this woman that you thought was a nationally born woman and you find out that they are transgender. I think the shock of that I don't I don't think that that is like a representation of how you feel about the trans community. People can respect that community and not want to date a trans person. Those two, like, I don't have to want to date a trans man in order for me to be able to respect the community. I have no desire to date a trans man. But I also don't have anything against trans men. That's my preference. So if you, I I just don't think everybody that attacks them in those circumstances are, like, transphobic. I think it's the shock of, like, you got a (laughs) penis. You know what I mean? I think it's just, like. And now you like you questioning yourself like it just I think a lot happens in the, in that moment of finding out that there's a penis under there. But I I
0: still think that you have to have a level of internal rage that exists already to hit somebody like that for that reason. You know, you don't have to have a whole thing against the trans community, but either you a person that will hit a motherfucker or you're not.
1: Oh, well, yeah. I don't
0: think like if you're not a person that's gonna hit a motherfucker I don't think that would be I don't think that should be something that cre- causes you to hit
1: him you gotta understand like for straight men and like just because massage... like I feel like for a woman if I if I was going out with this dude and found out he used to be a woman I would be mad but I'm not gonna like but I, I also I'm not gonna feel like my feminin- femin- femininity is in question because of it but I feel like straight men in that moment are gonna feel some type of you know what i'm saying like society has y'all where y'all are like hyper masculine and so you didn't fail for a dude that's the same man
0: that's the same men that be mad when they have a, a painful shit because <laughs> their ass been stretched more than they ever been there are people that get upset about that yeah we had a whole conversation about dudes that don't even wipe their ass oh, yeah that's because right. they feel like Getting close to their ass is gay. That's stupid. So imagine when they have a painful shit, which those exist, which is based on diet, which when that shit happen, I start crying before I even get done. I'd be like, no, Lord
1: Jesus, not today. <laughs> <laughs> I eat right, I promise. Just let me get through this. I don't know. I, we got here because of crying game. <laughs> Uh, this is my You're fault. You the one brought that up, yeah? My- I just remembered the name of the movie, and I want because I know everybody gonna be like crying game, in it, but I remembered. I just I couldn't. It wasn't there at the moment. But what is your next story? Uh, Danny Star Fam in the
0: morning. I I don't know about this show. I know somebody on my Facebook uh from this area, and so when they started posting, you know, people be posting cryptic messages sometimes, and then I'd be like. Maybe I missed some of their previous messages. And I go to their status and be like, okay, they ain't got no previous statuses. So I start reading the comments and I'm like, this shit is interesting. So there's a show called Fam in the Morning that goes on, I think, somewhere around Massachusetts. Okay. with this dude named Quicksilver and this woman named Danny Starr, and it's another guy. I don't know who he is. Are so, they
1: comic book folks?
0: No, I'm, the they names. ain't comic books, folks, but okay. they radio personalities. You know, they be trying to get them names that... Roll off the tongue easy and sound famous, and okay. when you hear their names, is is easy. Make me think of X Men. <laughs> I mean, it do, it do. But in terms of radio personality, you gonna remember their names when you hear them, or when you when they at an event, you gonna know who they are. Mm-hmm. You know, and just like if we went somewhere and we had an event and it was Mister On Point and Red, people gonna know that's who we are. Like if that shit was Tommy and um Jessica. <laughs> it's a whole bunch of them. You don't know if that's the ones you're talking about. True. So what happened was she lost her nanny. And there was people jumping in her inbox to fill that nanny spot. And a bunch of attractive women started jumping in the inbox to fill that nanny spot. And so they had a whole dialogue on air about her not being willing to accept an attractive nanny somebody who go, gonna be in the house with her kids who gonna be in the house with her husband and we gonna have that come we gonna, we gonna answer that question after this um and so they kind of got into a heated debate attractive nannies apparently was calling and not being happy with it and she was standing her ground on her stance and her perspective the next day what happened was they say the producer of the show Went and found the nanny that was in the inbox and was saying that she was talking about you. We want to bring you onto the show. Brought her onto the show without Danny starting knowing. So the three hosts are there, and then they bring this woman in, and it every it go to hell from there. Of course it does. <laughs> Basically, Danny still hold her perspective. This woman, who don't nobody know, just talking shit to her about her perspective. She's like, I just think you're jealous. I just think you're insecure. And it was lighting Danny on fire. Of course it was. And where these dudes probably should have stopped it. Well, one, they probably should have never accepted it. Then two, they should have stopped it when the girl started offending their co-host. But they was kind of on her side pertaining to why does attraction level matter? So now, shit went to hell. She said, I'll never be on another episode of this shit with y'all ever again. Basically where it got to. Danny said that? Danny said okay. that and left. They let the other woman stay on air and continue talking shit. Now, Quicksilver's wife called the show and said, you ain't shit for that. Your co-host ain't shit for that. Y'all ambushed her ass. That was fucked up. If she would've put uh, uh, punch that girl in the face i would completely understand if she would have slapped the shit out of both of y'all i'll support her on that too that was wrong and she kept going and he clearly he was like yeah baby you you right it was like like he knew as mad as his wife was he could have some fucked up months at home (laughs) so it's like i better go along with the program now uh a little bit more shit came out after it where danny had left she did a little facebook live video and y'all can go find this shit, it's, it's all over they shit, like, Fam in the Morning, Danny Star, it's on Facebook, go to Fam in the Morning, it, it, it talking about this whole situation. A lot of shit started coming to light, where now they saying that, first it was that the Quicksilver and them found the girl, then it was that the producer went and found the girl, and then it was that Danny knew that the girl was coming on because they all prep for the show in the morning. So it's like clearly everybody trying to do damage control yeah. and, and shift around blame and stuff. I don't know what came of it and whether she actually st- is not going to be on the show I no more. or it. What that's a livelihood. But um, but she she did talk about it in her Facebook post. She her husband has cheated before, you know. So uh, she said she don't feel that make her insecure. She said it makes her aware you know and vigilant when it comes to putting you know creating situations where he will be tempted or whatever and whatever not but so the question is let's answer that question how do you feel about uh having an attractive nanny in the home do you feel like it's an appropriate response to say hell no no attractive people only ugly people can be in my damn house or 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 what what's your perspective on that
1: i mean a nigga that's gonna fuck gonna fuck um and attractiveness is uh, subjective i i think that it makes sense because i was gonna say he must have been cheated before that's my automatic thought when i hear that she was that adamant about not hiring somebody that is attractive because to me it's like first of all i just don't want to be with nobody that i gotta take them kind of measurements with because you know this nigga works you know what I'm saying? Like, you ain't got no control over who, the, who whoever he worked for. Hot. Like I just don't want to have to feel that. Like I don't want to deal with that. That's just too much. Um, so you know, I, I get her wanting to save a marriage and stay. And you know, they got kids. Obviously, if they have a nanny, but I wouldn't want to be in a no situation like that. Um, I just I don't know that. I guess you maybe you would lower the odds if it's somebody that ain't as, as attractive. But like, if your husband is a cheater. Any woman that he spends a lot of time with, and a nanny there is pretty regularly, it's possible for him to have sex with her. I just...
0: So, you in a long-term relationship, you married, y'all got some kids, y'all got a nanny that take care of the home, it's gonna be times when you with the nanny yourself, sometimes the kids with the nanny herself, and then sometimes your husband gonna be alone with the nanny himself, um... Does that matter? Is that something you're going to look at? Like, if you got... I mean, if you got some Halle Berry-looking nannies out there, do you think that's going to be in your visuals in terms of, damn, she fucking looked too good for this role. Like, I don't know if I want her to do it. Like, do you think that would be in your mindset, or do you think that, like, you just be focusing on how she going to be able to take care of your household?
1: I, my kids would be my main... Like, if she going to be a shit-ass nanny. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just... I don't know that her attractiveness would be the, like something that I noticed, or if I did notice it, I don't know that it would be something that I'd be like, oh, hell no, not her, you know what I'm saying? Like, but if I was with somebody who had cheated before, that might be different. Um, no no it wouldn't be no we wouldn't be together yeah exactly (laughs) y'all won't be together so that would be your situation that would be be your reality it wouldn't because i i ain't but that for this reason exactly the the reason why because everybody's always like well Ray, you know you you got to be willing to work no this is exactly why i say i wouldn't stay with somebody that cheated on me even if we had kids because this woman is having to cater things in her life trying to account for or be vigilant and him not cheating on her again so you gotta pick nannies based on whether or not you think your husband gonna fuck them. i'm not finna live that life because you can't keep it in your pants i'm just not finna do that i'm not finna be suspicious i'm not finna be checking your phone i'm not finna be having to decide how i'm gonna pick a nanny based on her fuckability. i'm just not finna do that i'm not finna live my life that way because you didn't up i'm sorry
0: is there a level of building that you and a man can do that after he cheat? No, 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 no. Oh. Is there a level of building that y'all can do? Like y'all building up and building up and building up and he cheat at certain point that cheating becomes something that you gotta measure is worth leaving or not. No. So at the beginning of your relationships, you need to tell a nigga, I, do. I don't give a fuck what we I, got. I don't care if we I got do. 10 kids. Don't I don't care if We we not built the bank yep. account. I don't care if you providing a life for me that I can't sustain on my own. What
1: I'm not going to deal with is cheating. I'm out, one and done. <laughs> I can't, And it's because I have been cheated on and I, and I have become the, let me check his phone. That shit don't feel good. It doesn't. I don't want to be that person. And so I just, and, and I know that I'm not going to trust you again. I don't want to be with somebody that I can't trust. And I don't feel like it's my responsibility to fix shit now. You fucked up. I'm the one suffering by staying in this relationship with you because you're fine. You know what I'm saying? You ain't mad. You fuck somebody and you you still get to stay here. So you're cool. I'm the one that has to adjust my life now. And I'm the one that has to adjust my perception of you. And I'm the one that's going to be dealing with this insecurity and distrust that I, I don't feel like it's right. Why should I have to deal with that? Because you can't keep it in your pants. <laughs> I don't understand. I'm not willing to do that. You lose your job. I just said this before. You lose your job. I got you. We'll work through it. Whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, you get sick. I got you. But this cheating shit. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Red said, I
0: ain't checking your phone. I'm checking your pulse before I leave. Because <laughs> <laughs> you almost dead, brother, after fucking with me like that. I
1: just. Ain't no way. Like, and I. You know i and i i think people think that i haven't considered like if we had kids how that would impact the kids and all of those things but living in us i'm just gonna be honest i know how i am and and the attitude and the tense the tension that would be in that household would not be healthy for the kids it wouldn't (laughs) two parents is not how you raise healthy kids two healthy parents are how you raise healthy kids
0: If you got one healthy parent and one unhealthy parent, that's a problem. If you got one healthy parent, that's good. So one healthy parent versus two parents that are moderately unhealthy, that's not a good situation. This shit is about quality, not quantity. And a lot of people, they make a big deal about two-parent household. Mm -hmm. The only thing two-parent household help uh, mostly is uh, income.
1: Yep, financially, finances are usually. There's a lot
0: more shit to consider when trying to build uh, a positive
1: uh, a child yeah. from scratch. But in a so in the relationship that I would be in, and in the marriage that I would be in, I just don't, I just don't think that I would be like, oh, she too pretty, you know what I'm saying? And I don't want, I don't want to, because I feel like that speaks to a level of distrust. You don't trust your husband around this woman For whatever reason it is You don't trust him enough to think that he could Let her do her job And let her go to fuck home when it's time for her to go home Without being some bullshit And I mean uh, media Don't help this because uh, Jew Law fucked his nanny I think Ben Affleck Fucked his nanny <laughs> like, like women know this shit could happen And that is possible Like even famous bitches niggas a Schwarzenegger a Schwarzenegger oh, he made a baby with his and kept mm-hmm. the baby hidden and shit. <laughs> so that don't help you know you got to bring up the dialogue if if you
0: ask a woman would you be okay with a Halle Berry well would
1: the husband the dude be, okay would be okay with a
0: Morris chestnut walking Idris around
1: Whew, that'd be great that'd be real good did Idris Elba do stuff with his shirt off is he swole? Yeah, he ain't, he he just he's nicely built. He ain't like buff, but he's definitely considering his age. Is it in his forties? Forties ain't bad. It is, but you is look. Forties is about peak. Not for
0: everybody. Yeah, I'm just saying, if you're if you're the person that has a body, oh yeah, that is decent. I think you're when you get into your 40s that's when it start declining but uh, at about
1: 39 40 that's what men and women be at their peak he's mid he he's nicely built like a nanny wouldn't need to walk around with their shirt off at no point though <laughs> but men don't men don't have to
0: walk around with their shirt off for women to Oh, swoon that's over true. Them.
1: Oh no, no, it's number fine because men dress. don't
0: swoon over women dressed like nuns. <laughs> so for men, they do kind of need to be a little bit skimpy for men to get to that point.
1: Now I will. What well, check- need
0: is a strong word because men, because fully clothed women done got raped. Uh huh. You know, so I ain't saying that exclusively, but for the context of what we're talking about.
1: Now I will check a bitch though if I come home and you got on some shit you don't feel like is appropriate. The fuck you thought you was going? You over here getting spit up on, and you got on this fucking cocktail dress. What? Can we need to have a conversation? Like now that I will do because you just—I don't know where you thought you was going. Like I got you know this an infant. He spit up on me this morning. I had to change. You didn't came over. But this I do dress? think men
0: got <laughs> more shit to worry about when it comes to that situation where it's a man being a nanny for their woman and their kids because they could easily be a rapist. Oh yeah. They can easily be a pedophile. They can easily be stuff that that people who do that assert themselves in those positions so that they have access to a vulnerable population.
1: There's less male nannies though. I I wouldn't hire a male nanny. I just wouldn't. I would not be comfortable with some strange man around my kids. I just wouldn't. Sorry.
0: I don't think I'd be comfortable with some strange man around my woman or my kids. So, so I think it's some different considerations when yeah. you talk about our society that comes to play. What but y'all nah, they
1: was wrong as fuck for that. They should be ashamed of themselves. uh Vanessa Carlton. <laughs> walking my way downtown, walking fast. I don't know rest of passing them home base. <laughs> <laughs> so Vanessa Carlton is mainly known for that song and a lot of it especially I would say the black community is because of white chicks because Terry Crews' character was like, they thought that they were going to turn him off by having him play that in the car and he was like, I love this song and then he started singing the song. Anyhow, National Women's Day was this past week and Chris Brown posted a clip of Vanessa Carlton's video for that song, which is called A Thousand Miles. Oh, hold on, hold
0: on let me. So
1: in that video, mm-hmm. somehow
0: she's riding down the interstate on a piano. Yes. Just
1: riding, playing <laughs> with shit going on in the background. I don't know why she ain't got no ticket.
0: <laughs> it's like deserts back there. Oh, yeah. she so she had to get clear out of the city yeah. on a fucking piano. Yes. She's just riding around on the
1: piano. I just want y'all to know that. <laughs> so he posted a clip of the video. Now, let me just say that again, I, I think Vanessa Carlton is still making music, but most, I don't know none of the new music. I'm just going to be honest. Like A Thousand Miles is the main thing that I know her for. She had another song that was pretty popular, but A Thousand Miles is kind of it. So she's not all that relevant is what I'm saying. <laughs> So Chris Brown posted this video, he didn't say nothing, do no bullshit, you know, he, he was post. I think he was posting a lot of people, women, artists, and he liked the song. She decided it was a good idea for her to respond to him just randomly posting this video in this way. This is what she said. Today, Chris Brown posted my video. I am now being repeatedly tagged to his account. Being that today is International Women's Day, I feel compelled to draw a line. I support survivors, not perpetrators of domestic violence. I do not want to be associated with an artist that has assaulted women on a day like today. Thank you. Hashtag International Women's Day. Now, did Chris Brown beat Rihanna ass? Yes. Have he had some other incidents where he hit a bitch with a phone. Absolutely. Does that have shit to do with him like randomly posting your video? No. Like I just don't feel like it was necessary for her to do that. Like it just ain't necessary, Vanessa. So she
0: just basically went up and slapped the pit bull because it was barking a little bit. <laughs> yeah, she shouldn't have did that shit.
1: Well, now I will say that Chris Brown responded very mature, especially for him. <laughs> His response was, uh, he added her too. He said, I posted a song that was and still is a great song, and the artist felt she was doing her duty as a woman to continue to spread this kind of hatred today. I won't keep it up long. I just hope she knows she is loved and her song is great. That was his response.
0: I don't think, considering what Chris Brown has done, I think people post to think that Chris Brown is 86 I don't think people understand that Chris Brown is here and his yeah. fans are very adamant supporters of him and his bullshit.
1: So that leads us to Vanessa having to take down her account because his his fans came for that throat. They got in her ass
0: oh like chris brown got like whatever a bay hive is called he got one of them he
1: does It's just just called the navy i don't know what chris brown's i don't know if he's giving them well
0: i don't think it it don't have a name because it's still his past is still tied to a positive portrayal of people that follow him Mm -hmm. they just in the shadows waiting for your ass to talk
1: shit well and like what you gotta first of all Vanessa, honestly, at this point, is at this point, this point in time, Chris Brown is much more relevant than Vanessa Carson is. It and Chris Brown's Chris Brown's rise to fame was absolutely impacted by that bullshit and his his spiral into this whatever the fuck he has become, but. It impacted it. It did not stop it. Chris Brown is still very successful. He's just not as successful, I feel like, as he would have been had that shit not happened because he had, like, Sprite campaign, the Sprite pool, that shit. When that, like, he had other stuff going on because he was kind of the golden boy. He was cute. He could sing. He could dance his ass off. People loved him. Parents loved him. It was cool. Then this happened, and so it did impact his star power. It did not completely um snuff it out though and so he still has fans and shit and it just was unnecessary if it had been me and chris brown and i was an artist and he posted my video and i felt that I, he all he's you know he a woman beat or whatever i would just kept it moving like you felt a need to post this whole fucking thing like we don't know chris brown have, has beat a bitch ass before we know everybody knows this have you heard jamie fox chris brown story no
0: you gotta have to listen to Jamie Foxx tell it, but he basically said that, and Jamie Foxx stories always start off with a component of jealousy, like, like who is this nigga think he is, you know? <laughs> and so, he was basically saying, he was at a party, and everybody was talking about this new dancing dude, Chris Brown, and you know, Jamie Foxx don't dance like that, but he dance enough to, to, you know, challenge, you know, yeah. somebody when people hyping him up and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And so, he was like, this dude just dancing and stuff, and Jamie Foxx said I come up there and, and I be like, he got loud, like, man, who is who is you out here dancing and shit and he cleared a flow. He said, Chris Brown. He said, he said, no lie. Chris Brown, from where he was at, jumped twelve feet in the air, did a backward flip, and landed in the same space, the exact same space where he jumped from, looking me in my face. <laughs> <laughs> he said, I bowed down to my knees. <laughs> like Jamie Foxx is a good storyteller, but he got some <laughs> stories, man, about T.I., Kanye, Jay-Z. He got stories about fucking everybody oh, damn near. But <laughs> that shit was funny, man.
1: Chris Brown, like I just. But listen, I I still,
0: I still don't want this to feel like praising Chris Brown. Oh well, no. I don't give a fuck about Chris Brown. But I need to know when and, and this is a dialogue I've been having internally when it comes to people who have taken ownership of what they've done when people have paid the prices that they're supposed to pay for what they've done then as defined by society mm-hmm. you know especially somebody like Chris Brown he dealt with his legal shit yep he's admitted that he did it he took ownership of it C- Louis CK he admitted what he did he took ownership of it he acknowledged that it was fucked up when people pay the price for what they do, at what point can they redeem themselves? Because she, this woman, who Chris Brown just posted a song that probably gonna bring her a lot more traffic than it have lately. She said, one, I don't want you posting my shit. I don't want you listening to my shit. I don't support you. And for you to do this shit on International? International Women's Day is disrespectful. Like, at what point... Can somebody redeem themselves. And the thing I think about it, whoever Vanessa and, and this is the thing, it's so subjective, whoever Vanessa Carlton's favorite motherfucker in the world is, if he do some shit like Chris Brown did, she going forgive him. Yep. Louis CK, whoever whoever love Louis CK and they his he they favorite people they gonna forgive him i feel like a chris brown is expand expendable for somebody like a vanessa carlton well
1: but she is expendable to his fans <laughs> they got in like i said she had to take up her, her um her profiles down i want to know how bad do it really
0: get because when people disable their profile <laughs> is it because the notifications on your phone getting ridiculous <laughs> well, just turn the notice off on your phone or is it because the depth of the shit that they saying fucking up your self esteem so bad <laughs> that the best thing you could do is disconnect completely?
1: I can imagine that it was probably the latter and not the former. Bro,
0: when black folks come for
1: you, they come for you. They come for you and it's creative. <laughs> it ain't gotta be racist.
0: Like I feel like when white people come for you exclusively, it's generally gonna get to racism. Yes. But black people nah. been taking a fucking however old you are, that's how many years crash course of roasting people you've you've (laughs) taken in your life. Whether you are the kind of person that would do it or the kind of person that wouldn't do it. Yeah. Oh, thousand miles interstate piano riding face ass. Like, (laughs) I feel like a whole
1: Twitter feed of that shit was going on. I'm sure it was. And she wasn't like, she wasn't trying to hear it or people like like i said i'm not gonna sit up here and act like i'm a vanessa carlson fan so i don't really know other than a thousand miles and she had another song that was popular i just can't think of it at the moment and like i said a thousand miles really blew up after white chicks after people you know because Terry. i don't cruz think was, so you don't think so that was a popular ass song before
0: because i it knew was. i knew that song when terry <laughs> cruz knew it that's the crazy thing I knew that song when Terry Crews sang it on White Chicks. I knew the song then. It was a very popular song. I mean, it definitely that kind of shit would definitely blow up in the black community. Yeah,
1: because of something like White Chicks. A lot of black people that don't listen to like pop music, like what Vanessa Carlton makes, only know who you are and that song because of White Chicks, because they would not have heard it otherwise. And so I just. If you feel us, I just, I don't know how long Chris Brown is supposed to pay for that. You know what I'm saying? Like, or how long people going to keep throwing that up in his face every time. And he wasn't even doing nothing this time. You know what I'm saying? Like, the nigga didn't even do nothing. <laughs> and he got thrown up in his face. And, you know, I just don't know how long is he supposed to have to deal with that? How long is he supposed to have to take every time he says something, not knowing if they're going to be like, well, you beat Rihanna. You know what I'm saying? Like, how long is that supposed to go on? Like, if you don't like Chris Brown, that's fine. If you you, you just can't listen to his music because of of an incident that happened, like, 10 years ago, okay, I guess. (laughs) But, how long is that supposed to last where that's going to be getting brought up? Mm-hmm. I just don't understand it. I don't know. I just we- felt like that was really a reach and she could have just not said nothing. Like, you didn't have to say anything, you did not have to post this long ass little note. Like, you could have just went on about your business and your Twitter would still be up and you wouldn't have to disable it. It's
0: ridiculous. Know. She probably shouldn't have did
1: that She shouldn't have did it, it was unnecessary
0: So there was a, a shooting At a school This uh, past week And It happened on Wednesday It was at Huffman High School In this, the area that I live in Birmingham, Alabama And it probably hadn't got it got A lot of media coverage because It was not a mass shooting Mm-mm. It was an individual You know shooting incident what happened was this kid who the friends say he'd been having issues with getting robbed over the past few weeks and so he had been coming to school with his gun and on this particular day he decided to show off the gun after this girl had saw it she's uh it's reported that she asked him why he got his gun at school and he pulled it out to show her and he shot her by accident and a few minutes later, he went to go put the gun back into his pants and then he shot himself by accident. Now, that tells a particular part of the story. Uh, one, it talks, it tells the story of him not having trigger discipline. If you don't know, if you don't fool with guns, you never put your finger around a trigger unless you're ready to shoot it. You keep your finger straight ahead, uh, locked away from the trigger until you're ready to shoot it. So this man pulled his gun out by putting his finger around the trigger and then he put it back by putting his finger around the trigger indicating that he has no training about these guns. And because of that, a girl lost her life. Yep. And because I'm in the community, because I'm a therapist, they had a, uh, they had a community response for the, the shooting. And so they asked everybody that could be there to come. And I ended up in the classroom that her CNA program was. I mean this group of girls. Like they were like family. In this situation. Out of 65 classrooms. That I could randomly be assigned to. I was assigned to one. And you know. I don't necessarily believe in. Coincidences to that degree. Um. Well wait, wait, hold on. Let me say that. I'm saying that wrong. I believe in coincidences to a high degree. But like this one. It it showed me some things that i never would have seen otherwise you know it helped me learn some things i never would have seen otherwise so a part of me is like this coincidence intersects with the universe you know what i'm saying like it it taught me some shit because what we did was we sat there and heard all the stories regarding that girl that her teacher who is a nurse and these group of girls because they follow each other the whole three. They've been together for three years and mm-hmm. she was finna graduate in May and go to college. Um, And we talked to a teacher that uh, he said that, he said, fuck that dude, you know? And he told us about an uh, interaction that he had with the guy. He was like, cause I asked him, I said, when when everybody found out who the one to do that shot was it a surprise or was it expected mm-hmm. you know like because and and i was asking because is this a kid that's timid and and viewed as weak and perceived in a way where it was probably understood why he bought a gun at school or was this an ego-filled prideful ass dude who just feel like he's he been challenged out here so he want to bring a weapon to school to, to protect himself and the do the teacher was like i had a, i had an interaction with him you know previously this year he said so when i first saw this dude when i first met this dude he was helping teachers in the library move books he didn't have to be doing that he was helping them move books my next interaction with him was, it was he was outside of my classroom with several kids. The bell rang, and they were still standing there. Mm-hmm. And I was like, hey, fellas, just let's get to class. He wasn't saying it in no rude way. He said two of the dudes started going to class. He said, fellas, wrap it up. Let's go. And the other two dudes left, and he was still just standing there looking at them. And so he got in their face. They got in each other's face. He was like, what's the problem? All I'm asking you to do is what you're supposed to do, which is go to class. He said the dude went from zero to 100 real quick. Started threatening them and cussing them out and calling them names. And he said, I'm going to tell you like this. I don't believe no threat that a kid ever give me at a school. I just don't believe they're going to do none of the stuff they say. But when I talk to the police, I tell them I believe everything that they say to me. Because if I had not seen him helping them teachers out and recognize that he can be respectful, he wouldn't went to jail that day. He said the only reason he didn't go to jail is because I saw him being respectful. Mm-hmm. You know and then he bought up Everybody keeps saying the school Got metal detectors why weren't they Using the metal detectors and he was Like you don't understand How this system is set up The school buses don't get here until about 20 minutes before school start mm-hmm. He said so If you want to if you want to talk about um, Using metal detectors for 1500 Kids with that time frame we wouldn't be Starting school till 10 30 or 11 he said if they won't so what you got to do first is the buses got to run earlier which means mama and the kid got to get up earlier which means teachers and staff got to get to the school earlier which i don't have a problem with that make those changes but don't sit here and say why y'all weren't using them as if it was a way to deter what happened without recognizing why the system don't do that mm-hmm. you know but then, and, and I understood that, but then I, I talked to a a therapist that I worked with, and he used to go to a Birmingham City School. He said they used to do that shit every morning. Hoover
1: he said it's it. possible. Hoover, something happened at Hoover. I got a coworker that went to Hoover, and um something happened, and they had metal detectors for like a month. He
0: went to J.O. He said they did, but see, with Jackson Olin, what they did was they combined The school from Pratt and the school from Inslee, which is two neighborhoods that had a vast number of gang uh, violence against each other. Like Mm -hmm. these neighborhoods didn't get along and they combined them into a school. So Mm -hmm. an argument for that is that, you know, you created a hostile environment. We need to make sure that there's no weapons in this hostile environment type situation. So. I just brought it up to say man it's unfortunate that this happened i'm kind of glad it ain't going into the the dialogue uh, uh, um about guns because then it's gonna start getting the black on black crime then it's gonna start to get on like i don't really want black to be introduced into the current dialogue that they having about guns right now even though even though we need to find out we need to find out how a lot of these young kids are getting access to guns what i heard around here is that uh they robbing the trains that the guns are being transported on damn and so that's how a lot of kids in the community around here are getting guns and that can't be the only this can't be the only community that's that that that's happening with so it'll be interesting to find out what what they plan on doing they got more of a community response expected monday and tuesday i might go back i don't know okay but yeah just more about the situation her name is Cortland Arrington. Cortland Arrington, if you want to look that up. But, you know, her life is worth knowing about.
1: It is. Um, Usher and his wife are getting a divorce. I don't think anyone's surprised. She's
0: tired of that green sludge.
1: Thank hate you so much. We don't know that maybe they just, you know, grew She's apart. She's tired of that
0: toxic waste.
1: Maybe they grew apart. You don't know
0: she tired of that steaming semen
1: (laughs) (laughs) all i know is they get i imagine if you
0: got herpes your semen just smoke when it come out like you know reptile from mortal kombat Uh, when he shoot the acid at you and it just smoke a little bit (laughs) i feel like that's what happened burns
1: i hate you so much uh they were only married for two years they were together for longer than that but the actual marriage was only two years so I wonder what that she his manager. I wonder how that's gonna impact. I don't know. No, that was the last woman, right? No, the last woman was his stylist. The he always woman. married. Yeah, this one was old too. That's what you do. You marry people in your vicinity, not people that work for you. Shit, what you mean? That <laughs> people. Oh yeah, you're right. You just
0: have flings with them and then impact their future. Yes, and then let them the fuck go. That's that's what you do when you when they work for you.
1: But I understand marrying people in the industry but like the people that work for your manager your stylist like the fuck yeah the other one that he had the kids with was his stylist and then this one was his manager maybe she got the herp <laughs> I mean everybody is gonna say that I'm sure I feel bad for her because like that's that's gonna be what her, her name, so Grace Miguel
0: Oh, you said that too fast. Everybody must know her.
1: No, I just know it from the story. Oh, she can,
0: she can rebrand herself. Oh, she can. After a year of laying low, she can come out and nobody gonna remember that was us a girlfriend.
1: You're right, cause she, I didn't know her before him, uh, and I didn't know her name. I mean, I know the name because I'm looking at the article, but <laughs> I didn't know her before they got together. So let's see what she looked like. She's pretty. She's older, though. He like older women. He got mommy issues. He got mommy issues. Mm, you know his mama didn't like the first one. Grace Miguel. Mhm. She Latino? She look, I don't know. You can see all her teeth when she smile. <laughs> you know some people like that. Yeah. At least she ain't got dolphin teeth like um Beyonce. I hate Beyonce teeth. She got dolphin. She got less
0: to brush. She can use less toothpaste. (laughs) She saved a lot of money on toothpaste. She used a little short toothbrushes. (laughs) (laughs) I bet her dental work is easy as hell. Sure. She got
1: little dolphin teeth. I don't know, but yeah. So they're calling it quits. Um, of course, everybody. I mean, even the shade rule. Shade shade rooms title was Usher and wife Grace Miguel call it quits amid her, herpes lawsuits. Is that even still going on? Yeah, of course. They weren't settled. No. The set girl that I was surprised that he was supposedly had like brought up on stage. She like said that Grace owed her a, uh an apology. <laughs> Which I don't know why why you would feel like his wife owe you an apology, but okay, girl. She was filing a
0: lawsuit because she was exposed to it. And that basically means if I walk past the person on the street that got herpes, <laughs> I'm exposed to it. I mean, Usher had his clothes on and everything. She was trying to sue because she was on the stage with him and he got herpes. I mean people were making it sound like He was slapping her in the face with his meat or something <laughs> You know But she just was trying to get Get money Get some money out the situation
1: Get money That's it That's all I had to say about that I just wanted to mention it What else
0: I got Trump shit just Fuck him I was <laughs> just gonna talk about what's going on now on the news. The
1: so many things.
0: Gun dialogue died down. It did a lot on the news. They like not covering that shit no more. And this is what happened with the news? That's what happened with every
1: shooting. That's what that's the cycle. Well, it's
0: got to be the cycle. Like new shit constantly happening, especially in this administration. So two things going on right now is this porn star shit with Donald Trump, which. I don't give a fuck about. <laughs> I, don't, I don't support Donald Trump, you know, as who he is and, and the policies that he have. I support him vicariously through being an American citizen that want our country to thrive somehow. You know, I don't want the fucking plane to go down with with me on it just because I don't fuck with the captain. You know, so. But Donald Trump been living a celebrity life for damn near sixty some years, mm-hmm. and. I expected him to have some shit in the closet like this. I expect it to be a lot more. I'm sure that there is. I mean, (laughs) it's gotta be. I don't know why people so up in arms about that in itself. I was just gonna say. (laughs) the reason that people should be up in arms with it is because a lot of evangelicals are continuing to support Donald Trump, even though they talk so deeply about family values and shit. That ain't nothing new. Like... (sighs) And then the second part is the biggest part is that if they pay her hush money, the lawyer is saying that, oh, I paid that out of my pocket. Which, if that's the case, that is an ethical violation um, under the context of probably many professions. And they're trying to figure out where that money came from and they're finding out that Michael Cohen, which is the lawyer, uh, sent these this correspondence to her from a Trump org email account. <laughs> like, It can't be this many idiots. Yeah. It's it's just really frustrating me. And then North Korea. Shit. Apparently he's. uh, Agreed to meet with Kim Jong-un. And South Korea supposedly set this up. South Korea announced that the American president and Kim Jong-un was going to meet. Why the fuck wouldn't we announce that shit? Why wouldn't America announce a very important meeting that our president finna have? We let South Korea do. I think I think we finna get played. I think we finna get played out here. What you mean? I think that this is not gonna be a positive meeting. I think it's not gonna be productive. No. I think they're gonna use it as some opportunity to embarrass president trump in america because yes, yeah. he can be easily embarrassed so they're gonna rile him up yes like this i just don't think that shit is a good idea man
1: it's not but everybody with common sense and i'm sure people in his administration with common sense know that he's a toddler he is a toddler like he's a toddler and so is kim but kim is like a kim is like a a, a stewie he's a toddler but he's a stewie Trump is like one of the, them motherfuckers From Rugrats This is just not gonna go well It's like Tommy and Stewie meeting I
0: was gonna go more into it But I don't feel like talking about this shit When I started talking about it I was like eh. <laughs> On this Like I talk about this shit on Facebook And some other places And, and with people one on one But this is my self care I feel And talking about Trump just ain't helping me <laughs> So. Not at all? Go for it. That was my last thing.
1: That was my last thing.
0: That's all you got? Um, I, I, yeah, Uh. that's it. All right. Well,
1: anything else on your mind? Anything else? Um, I had a client that got shot and came to class anyway. After yeah. they got shot? Yeah. Fifty-something years old, still trying to be a dope boy. So, okay.
0: He must have got shot in the toe or some shit.
1: In his own. He had a cast on. Still. Proud and doing dumb shit.
0: That's what dumb people do. Dumb shit, right? True. Not implying that your client is dumb. No, he is. But he
1: ain't smart. He's yeah, he is. Mm-hmm. Tell me, man, they you know, they call me out here slipping. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he he's only in one of my classes like I'm not doing any one on one with him because it would be a waste he's only doing this because of a charge he, an unrelated charge to the shooting <laughs> so Damn. he taking anger management
0: whatever well until we come to the next conversation we out holla